upset. Oh, oh God. I'm hungry. Send us more money. <laughs> I was going to say, for homework. No. Uh, more money. More money. That works out now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Homework with Friends. Hey, welcome back. It's the podcast where you come for the homework and you stay for the brain. Stay for the guts. Uh, if you can't tell, this is our very special zombie Welcome themed to the, episode. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Zombie Land. Yeah. I'm Rob Zombie, and I'm Logan Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're getting in the spirit of Halloween. Halloween is right around the corner, babe. Everything so far has been a spooky element. So goddamn spooky. That's why we're the, we're homework with fiends now. Homework with fiends. <laughs> I'm just a hype man. This episode, I'm not giving anything original. Yeah, thanks, doll. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but we have something special for the beginning of this episode, Dalton. Something special. Uh, so, uh, from time to time, we like to switch up our format. Switch that format up. This is good hype man work. I kind of like it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I think I like it, uh, for like 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes of fun. <laughs> uh, but luckily, we already have some solid pre-recorded content. Let's hear that content, baby. So, uh, we, uh... It, it, this is a t- subject I don't think we touch on a lot, and that's about, and it ties in with the Halloween spirit. That's that's local superheroes. Local superheroes. And you see them pop up from time to time in local newspapers. The the person who's going out there and fighting crime when no one really asked them to, but they're going to do it anyway. Hey, they do it because someone's gotta. So we got contacted by uh, this great new hero. Great new hero. He is called Toxic Whiz Guy Man. He was, yeah. Yeah. He's, I think they could put it together, what he does. You can put that all together, but uh, he wanted to chat with us uh, for a little bit. Um, I'm going to give you a fair warning. Toxic Wiz guy, man, he's from a different time. He is from a different world. He tells that like it is. Here's the thing. He reached out to the right guys. Yeah, because we also tell it like it is. <laughs> uh, but we wanted to talk with a real hero, someone yeah. who wears a costume, not just because it's Halloween, but that's because... It's who he is. So he was selected for the long list of uh, potential yeah. local superheroes was, we were going to talk to. There, Yeah, there was one person on the list. Yeah. And it was Toxic Whiz Guy, man. But we wrote it really long. Yeah, it was a really long one. We did yeah. every single It was like T-O-X-I. And they were block letters. <laughs> so we understand <laughs> this is a little divergent from what we typically do. Um, but uh, here's what I'll encourage you to do is stick through to the end of the interview, and I think it'll all make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. I'll tie it up in a little bit of a bow. Yeah. Um, but I also want to give that fair warning. Toxic Whiz Guy, man, he's he says some gross stuff. He says, he, well, he pees. He pees. He pees. So, uh, if that, I guess the rest of us pee. We just don't do it Yeah. others. Yeah, I guess we'll learn more about that from Toxic yeah. Whiz Guy, man. But this, uh, there's really nothing homework related to it. Uh, besides the fact that we wanted to bring on this local hero. So if you're for some reason uh, sensitive to uh, some stuff that could be a little gross, um, you can skip. I encourage you not to. (laughs) Stick it out. Stick it out. (laughs) It's only going to be like 15 minutes, and it's good. (laughs) 15 minutes. Toxic Whiz Guy Man is a crack up. He's crack up. Um, So we're just going to cut to the phone lines right now. Hello? Toxic Whiz Guy Man? Yeah, you got me. <laughs> What's going on, Toxic? How you doing? Do you mind if we could just call you Toxic? Uh, yeah, I am. A lot. I mean, <laughs> the, the, thing, the, the thing about it is uh, I'm, 
thanks for having me because it's really kind of nice to get some of this out. I don't get a lot of press. Yeah. And, uh, I can't imagine. I know, you're not very uh, newspaper friendly. Yeah. I guess yeah, like. In fact, I got, you know, I jotted some stuff down so I didn't forget things. But I, you know, honestly, I get very little in the way of reports. And the reports I get usually don't indicate me, which is kind of my thing but not always because you know the big guys you know you got the bat guy and, and superman and all they always get all the press and they do the big you know big giant things so it's kind of a kind of you know doing this i guess basically for my own i guess my own satisfaction but yeah I yeah mean, it's, so it's it's hard to compete with you know got superman flying, no flying around he's picking yeah. up buildings now what do you do what's what's keeping you down yeah well I mean, I don't know if I understand the question. You mean, what do I do, or what, yeah, what are, what are your what are your abilities? Like, what are what are some of your highlights? Well, it's kind of like uh, you know, basically, I'm kind of like uh, you know, I don't I don't annihilate people. I don't vaporize them. Um, I'm mostly irritating, I guess, would be a a kind of on the spot irritant. I call it making an adjustment because uh, you know you've already <laughs> got these guys that you know basically can you know do all kinds of incredible things. And my thing was is I mean, basically, I recently retired and, and uh, to make a, a, a long story not so long I had a medical treatment and, and they kind of informed me that uh, you know my uh, urine and, and, and other aspects of my anatomical situation whatever body functions yeah were, could, you know poisonous basically and oh wow I was thinking well I just yeah I just retired maybe I can put some put some of that to use of like what the hell right you so, know and uh so that's anyway, toxic whiz I mean, guy, man. So yeah. that's so it's yeah. quite literally you have toxic whiz. It's, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it I is call in it fact, like a special ability, but I mean it is a thing, and it's a you know I did a a couple things. I mean I got kind of knocking the idea around. It's like there's really not anybody that gets much. You know you get you got the the big guys right, and then you got your professionals. Your, you got your firefighters. You got your police guys. I mean you yeah. got all these regular guys that are getting. And these days they get a lot of press, but. You know, I, I used to tell guys, um, you know, working guys, for the most part, they worked their whole life. There's no Hall of Fame, you know, so. Oh, I got so you're the hero for them. You're, you're, the, you're the hero for the, the blue-collar men. Well, I mean, if I want to be that, you know, brazen to say that, but, I mean, it's basically, it's nothing novel. It's the same kind of thing that uh, you guys think about. I mean, I'll give you a quick example. I mean, first yeah. off, the first thing I realized is, like, I, after the treatment, I, I had to go to the bathroom, blah, 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 and, and uh this stuff coming off says, oh, they're like, what the hell is that, you know, and they tell you to make sure you, you, you treat it as a chemical spawn. So I, I got to thinking, well, maybe I can do something with this a little bit, and, and uh, so a couple of days later, I went ahead and I, I you know, to be literal, I, I urinated in a plastic container, and, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I put it out in the garage, and so then I thought, well, maybe what I'll do is I'll test this stuff, because I mean, I took the lid off, and it was like, oh my god, I don't think, I mean, it, 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 the smell... I mean, part of it is it's my own smell, I guess, but it's like, oh my God, this is like glue, too lean, bend. I mean, it's just a off the wall smell. So that's that's, I, that's painful. Yeah. So that's when you're like, I think I might have something here. Well, I, yeah, but I mean, I really didn't know what to do other than they gave you a lot of cautions not to deal with it. You know, and I. So what I did, you know, just to try and test it is, you know, I, I got a pretty good sized lot here, you know, two quarters of an acre. And mm-hmm. So I got a stray cat, and I went and got a couple cans of Friskies and, and opened them up and. Uh, Put them out in the middle of the yard, and uh, <laughs> I sprayed. Well, I kind of dribbled some of my, you know, my urine around it. You know, seven, eight feet away, right? Yeah. Well, within two days, that cat food never got touched. And, oh. uh It's kind of weird because the grass I, died. To be honest, toxic thought, whiz guy, man, I was a little scared about what yeah, you were about I to do. I thought that, that was cat. going somewhere else. 
Oh, no, no. And I don't want to, you know, I don't even, like, I don't kill people and stuff anyway. I mean, you don't need, you don't need special. I mean, you see it all the time in the news. I mean, I don't like do, cat, do cats or animals or nothing like that. Sure, yeah. I so, was just trying to see, you know, the effectiveness of the scent, and, you know. So who yeah. do you, who do you, uh, who are your enemies then? Well, they're kind of varied. I mean, it's kind of like, again, going back to what you guys think. I'll give you a couple for examples, you know. You go, you know, uh, uh, you go to the grocery store. I do a lot of shopping, you know, and especially, like I said, since I've been retired. And then I, you know, I taught basically for years. So I had a goofy schedule. So, you know, you go to the store and, and, and I'll give you, I'll give you a scenario. So, I, you know, you're going in and, you know, you're kind of, you know, I'm by myself usually at you know, odd time of the day or whatever. And, you know, two guys come in and, and you know, I could, I could describe them. I could say this, that, but just to say that they're, you know, they're probably not, you know, stellar lads, I guess. Right. And bad guys. And, uh, their uh, conversation that you overhear because they don't seem to care if anybody else hears. You know, the guys that take the selfies or walk in front of you. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that always kind of irritated me, and I never did much about it. But this one particular case, these guys were, you know, these people use these, you know, electric carts to get around and stuff. And, and, you know, we can debate whether or not they're always needed, but these guys are young guys. They don't need them, but they jumped in them anyway, right? And they're yeah, running yeah. around people. And that's and an everyday general, crime. You see general, that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. General annoyances. I mean, you know, it's like, stuff you see right what are you gonna do right you can't so what did you, you do know. well it, what happened is, is getting back to what i was doing before i scared you with the cat thing is <laughs> i decided that the uh this stuff must be pretty effective because they never did get near the cat food you know and and uh so what i did is i went and i bought you know kids have moved been moved out a long time i bought some cheap squirt guns i think kroger or something <laughs> I, I filled them up and the thing is i put them out in the garage because i really didn't know what i was dealing with and um one of the squirt guns just kind of melted down, and I'm like, "What oh, the hell is that?" Yeah. You know, and that's uh, the other you. two actually held, and I still use those. But I mean, I mean, Chinese squirt guns—who knows what they were made out of, right? <laughs> Toxic whiz um, guy, man. Was, I mean, I had to wait. I had to have a way to deliver it. And I mean, my original intent was, well, you just can't run around whipping it out. Plus, without getting into you know any more anatomical features, I'm not really equipped to you know long range stuff anyway. So, <laughs> um. You don't have that type of range on it. So you're, yeah, work smarter, not harder. Well, you know, like I said, I've been around, and a lot of this stuff, the scenarios, these guys, for example, are mostly it's it's like, they're, they're like miscreants, right, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. And then they never have to answer for any of the, you know, the shitty things they do, and we all know it. I mean, it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do, right? So this particular scenario, once I got the squirt gun thing figured out, um, I'd even, I even tried, I mean, I... I didn't really want to try it on a person right off, but I thought, well, I didn't want to try it on myself either, but um, <laughs> the smell was bad enough, so I thought, what I'll do is, these particular guys, I'm giving you an example, but what happened, this is one of the first times I was actually in action or whatever, made mm-hmm. an adjustment, but uh, I had uh, I had the one squirt gun in a baggie in my pocket, and because uh, I was still paranoid about it leaking on me, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and so what I did was, this one clown was kind of, you know, zipping in and out of people, and the other guy was getting, you know, he was just kind of sitting there running his, you know, bumping his gum. So yeah. as I walked by, I grabbed the squirt gun. He looked like little ray gun type squirt guns, right? You know, and it's, it, so I got him. I got him right in the ear. I mean, oh. in the ear. Oh, gosh. And, With the time yeah, to it was kind of funny. Well, I didn't know what the hell was that, right? Because I just kept walking. I'm like, I don't know. What did I do, you know? And I'm like, but he would pit, they pissed me off. And, you know, I could kind of <laughs> go on. And, and it was like, you know, I never would do anything. I would just go, eh. Yeah, you know, and then you go tell what you go tell the manager, and they go, "Oh yeah, those guys are here every week." Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> that's what they sound like. 
Yeah, right. So, I mean, so I'm walking off, and I hear this guy screaming, holy murder. <laughs> and I'm like, I start, I kind of like, I liked it, you know? I'm like, that's not really good. But you got to, you know, and what I call it is immediate adjustment for bad behavior, right? I mean, you could you could get a psychological, you know, why is he like that? Blah, blah, blah. But I just thought kind of the, the immediate you know, return of a negative vibe for doing something negative was cool, you know? So, so. you can only surmise that it, so basically, just to sum up your powers to the listening audience, you found out you have the toxic whiz, you filled up squirt guns with it, and I guess to catch us up to now, you slightly annoy people with the toxic whiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I prefer to be more than slightly, but I mean, you really don't know that, the, here's the thing, like I was saying earlier when we were talking about, you know, everybody's got press. At best, every now and then, I'll get like a thing on the late night news about somebody having some kind of a bizarre behavior in a grocery store, and then, uh, you know, they never really follow up on it, but like this particular guy was screaming bloody murder, and then the other guy went running, he took off, like, you know, you know douchebags do right he left the guy hanging and yeah so i don't really yeah i never really know i mean i do see some of the effects but i try not to be standing there and then uh yeah yeah so i don't really know exactly what happened um <laughs> i know that he stopped riding the cart that day yeah <laughs> so, there you go you skedad hey it was your first go around you can't you can't expect to, to stick around you know you still got the nerves yeah yeah i mean the, the thing the thing about it is is uh the other thing, if you want to call it an ability, is along with this, I got a real acute sense. I had a good sense of smell, but they tell you because of the chemical that they, you know, they give you for treatment, it, it, it heightens and changes. I can smell a guy that smoked a cigarette two days ago from a 10 foot away. Whoa, whoa. That's yeah. Right. I mean, and I've done that. I mean, I've done that. I mean, you know, everybody knows there's, you know, people that are kind of dirty smokers and you can tell, right? They're mm-hmm. closed, but I pick up stuff that, it's almost it, it to me. It's almost annoying, but it's kind of like a way to zero in. You know, I think mosquitoes follow carbon monoxide or something. And so, I get this funk smell. Then my kind of I wouldn't say you know not to rip off the famous guy, not spider senses, but my olfactory abilities clue me in a lot of times. So. You can you can smell crime. Yeah, that's yeah. Wow. That's a yeah. toxic whiz guy, man. You should be doing that more than spraying people with pee. You should team up with the police. Well, you're a you're a true modern day hero, toxic whiz man you guy. Sure are. And man, uh, I don't know about that, but I mean it, that was a good one because of the immediate. I mean, I got a guy who had really bad toenails, and I smelled his feet, and I got him with flip flops on, and that was that was kind of funny because he, he couldn't hardly run. But yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> now was he was he doing anything wrong, or did he just have smelly <laughs> toenails? It's always an adjustment's always for a reason, and it's usually the same. Like I said, it's always the same kind of stuff that probably most people get irritated about. But you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I guess spray him with a little bit of that toxic pee. You just kind of kind of swoop by and give him a little squirt. You know, these bad habits seemingly are, are mainly by adults and stunt-nosed teenagers. So I'm just wondering, what's toxic whiz man guys' uh, message to the children? Well. <laughs> You know, that's kind of interesting. I mean, I, um, you know, in a, in a previous career, I mean, you know, the typical thing would be, uh, you know, stay in school. But I'm not so sure after teaching a bunch of years that you want them to stay in school. Maybe just go out and get a job, you know. Um, <laughs> so is that figure get out a job, how to kids. do something that, that actually <laughs> get, has something to do with your self-worth, right? You know? Yeah. You know, that's going back to what you guys saying earlier. I mean, blue-collar stuff, there's pretty much... 
most places, if you suck, they don't pay you to keep sucking, right? Yeah. But there's lots of other places where you can hang out and exist and, 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 and still get by even though you're terrible or you don't care. And So I, I guess my thing would be is, you know, think about – you know, something practical you could do that would actually, I mean, I don't even care what it is. I mean, you know, we need people to work and there's so many people, obviously I'm retired. I'm walking around, I'm seeing people in their, I'm going to guesstimate, you know, twenties, thirties and they got kids, they're pushing carts. They're not working. Where the hell is the money coming from? You know, that kind of crap. Yeah. You know, you know and I guess the other thing is, is something I used to tell kids when I was working is I, you know, <laughs> step one is if you think you're a dumbass, you probably are. So, um, <laughs> I guess we were expecting a more uplifting message to the kid. Well, I mean, it is in a way. I mean, it's kind of like based on everything. I mean, everybody's kind of a, um, I don't know, maybe a composition of their life experience. But, I mean, what I see a lot is a lot of these people probably wouldn't be this way if they weren't allowed to be that way or if it wasn't cool, you know. Yeah. So, and I think honestly, I don't know, I'm not into a lot of mystic religion stuff, but I think a lot of what you are is what you start out thinking what you are and then you kind of follow it, right? So. Toxic whiz man guy, you're a true American Midwestern hero. Yeah, Midwest, you're, you're, you're a I, hero I don't for know the people. About that, you guys, but it's kind of it's kind of interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on things and see. I don't have any real stats. I can't give you any real numbers, but uh, just a couple days ago, a number of adjustments were made. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to know. And also for our audience, give us what do, what do you look like, Toxic whiz man guy? We got it's hard to get a picture of you, but. Well, you wear yeah, a, that, you wear a bucket hat. You've got goggles. Is that right? Well, that's because this uh, odor, the, the odor from the uh, actual liquid, is so bad that I mean it burns my eyes, and that's why originally I toyed with the idea of you know jumping out, you know carrying the, the pouch, you know with my gear in it and jumping out, and I'm like, you can't do that. I mean, you can't. I mean, first of all, there's nowhere to, you know, I mean, without without special effects, what am I going to do, right? So yeah. I can't run into the bathroom. I mean, a lot of the stuff I do, um, basically, you know, um, I'm a normal-looking guy. In fact, I don't look like the character, although the character, the, the picture I took is what I prefer to look like if I had some way to actually transform. But uh, <laughs> I don't. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait. Sometimes I just put the stuff on, though. It's kind of fun. I mean, it's <laughs> Well, that's that's great. I got your name wrong a couple times. Toxic whiz guy, man. That's a mouthful. Well, and yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's a little thing. T W GM, you know, it's like you know, a toxic whiz. I'm a guy, but yet, you know, so <laughs> kind of like a everyday guy. I mean, basically, you probably wouldn't know. And that's kind of what my thing is. I mean, part of the thing is, you know, you realize a lot of these stores they got cameras and stuff. You got to kind of be quick. You can imagine if I was frolicking around with a bucket cap and you know vintage goggles on and, and spraying people with urine it probably wouldn't go well for me um, no you gotta blend in you gotta yeah you gotta yeah. be one of the people <laughs> so i mean that's the thing so yeah well I toxic mean, it's just uh yeah <laughs> oh, sorry. well toxic no, we do okay. we gotta wrap up here soon but uh our episode's all about zombies so i was just wondering i'm, I'm assuming i know what you're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> but how, how do you handle yourself a zombie well i gotta you know because of physical limitations with, you know, my dispensing mechanism, I guess, uh, you know, I'm not real up on zombies. I, you need something to get them down to ground level to where it could be effective, you know, some kind of a tripwire <laughs> maybe, um, some kind of a bracket assembly you could kind of set up on the spot. But, yeah, I that'd be a tough one, you know. Um, plus, I'm so, kind of so just to, just to pee on them. Liquid, you know? maybe, yeah. maybe the most effective method would be a bit... 
Dig a big old pit like on each side of your house, and they'll fall in there. And then you just you, you walk out every morning. You just you make an adjustment. You know what's funny is like when you first said that, Dawn's I thought you said big old dick. I'm like, what? <laughs> first yeah, off, just get a big right? old dick. First no, off, yeah, dick, just right? get a big huge whoa, dick. Whoa, sorry. That get yourself. That'd be effective though. Yeah. <laughs> I you get were, you though, like the moat. I've kind of been big on moats anyway. I think that's kind of cool. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's not an oft used uh, protection device, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that would probably be for me. And I'm more of a probably more of a support status kind of guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, you got your heavy zombie guys, and then you get some, you know, douchebags that aren't wanting to play ball right with those guys. I give them a little adjustment, get them in line, that kind of thing. So. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that's going to be, yeah, that kind is of a helpful. Admin, more of an admin function for me, but yeah. Hey, so. that's helpful information. Well, Toxic Wiz guy, man, we appreciate having <laughs> you on the pod. Yeah, it was my pleasure. It's kind of great, nice. First great time I did you. this, I was a little bit nervous, but, uh, you know, you guys made it easy. So, yeah. Thanks for having me, and uh, hopefully, you know, some of this stuff, some of the guys, you know, I'm not the only guy. I mean, tons of people get treated, you know, whatever, so. So there's more Toxic Wiz guy mans out there. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. And I mean, like I said, <laughs> they're out there, I think, so. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll find them. All right. Cool. <laughs> well, best of luck, Toxic Wiz guy man. All right, thanks for having me, guys. We'll talk to you. Enjoy your night. night. All right, we'll see you. Toxic whiz guy, man. There he was. That's He's him. A character. He is a character. And uh, I got some news for you guys. He's quite literally a character. Yeah, crack yeah. up. I don't know if anybody listened to the, uh, probably a throwaway episode, but the extra credit episode. But if you stuck around to the very end of that, you'll recognize the voice, I think. Who that voice? Do you know who Toxic whiz guy, man, is? No, I don't. You don't? I don't. Well, Dalton, he's my father. <laughs> You guys couldn't see, but I just spit my tea everywhere. Toxic Wiz Guy Man is my father, Jack Lukacs. Jack Lukacs? Yeah. He is the Toxic Wiz Guy Man. How long have you known? Um, He told me after the call. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like... He was just like, hey, is, is your dad. By the way, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't recognize his voice at all, though. No, that was the scary part. Um, I'm also a bad son. You're, yeah, a very yeah. bad son, yeah. But, uh, so... We'll give you a little context on that. The reason uh, Toxic Whiz Guy Man, uh, also known as my father, wanted to be on the podcast is he is, uh, like he, like Toxic Whiz Guy Man himself said, he went uh, underwent some medical treatment and he found out he was toxic. Um, yeah. And my father's going through a very similar thing. So what he wanted to do was uh, kind of laugh in the face of it a little bit. Yeah. Have a little fun. Why not? Own his attitude about the situation. Own that attitude. There, there's that hype man again. I'm back, baby. Um, but yeah, and we've had a good time kind of laughing about it. We don't want to go, he, and we, you know, he doesn't want to go into too much detail about um, the everything regarding the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things where he is undergoing some treatments, and he is uh, facing it with a lot of bravery that I'm uh, really inspired by. Yeah. I think is really cool. And I hope if any of you out there have a family member or yourself or going through um, some sort of illness in which maybe a treatment's got you down, um, you just kind of got to stick it out um, to maybe maybe that shine a little ray of light on it. Because he's very much the same person. (laughs) Very much so. I like to think that 
you know, if you have any questions for Toxic Whiz Guy, man, you could shoot us an email. We could at least pass it along. Yeah, we, we can get a written response at the at the bare minimum. Yeah, we'd like to assume. have Toxic Whiz Guy Man on because yeah. I think he just brings that good heat. That great, great heat. <laughs> and uh, we also have, as a special bonus, there is now on our merch store a Toxic Whiz Guy Man t-shirt. Whoa! Yeah, it has his full likeness and the bucket hat and the goggles and everything. You know what? I might have to buy that shirt. So you can purchase the t-shirt. Uh, we make a very, very small percentage from the service that we use, but any money that we make from royalties on it will go straight uh, to donation. Maybe that'll be my first merch perch. Merch perch. Yeah. I guess I haven't bought one of our own t-shirts Not yet Not a single one. Uh, how about that? Do enough work for this podcast, you know? But I will buy a Toxic Whiz Guy Man shirt. I probably and will, too. And if you would like to, too, that's uh, great. If not, like I said, we don't get a ton of profit from it, so um, I would encourage you to uh, make a large donation in the spirit of Halloween to yeah. uh, foundation of your choice, something that you're passionate about. Maybe this helps you think about it a little bit. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Toxic Whiz Guy Man, for being on the show. Thank you so much. But this is a homework podcast. It's a podcast you know about homework. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah, I guess we ought to. So, uh, well. with Zombie Week. Zombie Week. So, not so much with Toxic Whiz Guy Man, but with ourselves, we did some homework about it. We did a little homework about zombies. This is strange. I feel a little weird. We didn't catch up at all. No, no catching up. Yeah. We can't. Time's, we can't catch up. Our listeners on our tight commute schedule, they expect 50 minutes to an hour 10. You're right. Guys, I'm drinking really good tea right now. Yeah, and I um, am a little bit sleepy. Boom. Boom. Got it. Sweet. Um, let's get to the homework. Dalton, you're head of the class from last week, and I'm the big old dummy dunce. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'll go first. Oh. Because here's the thing. I got two little quick like notes. Uh-huh. But other than that, I uh, I did a lot of research on this topic. Okay. Uh, I listened to a ton of other podcasts. Oh. And I... I'm going to try something new. I'm going off the cuff, baby. I'm just going to talk. You're going, you're riffing on these zombies. I'm riffing on these zombies. Well, Because there's not a whole lot of structure to the assignment. Well, the good news, too, is zombies are not real. No, they are. Oh. Oh. I'll get into that. I didn't know that. They're just in your fucking nightmares. Don, I'm going to do a radical move right now. What? We're talking about spooky stories. We're talking about scary stuff. Where's the best place to do scary stuff? What? I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what? What's the best position for scariness? In sex? No. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Dalton's scary sex hour. No. What are you talking about? The best position for scary? I'm saying laying on the ground on a pillow. Are you going down? I'm going down and moving our mic guys behind the scenes information. We've had some trouble with these microphones. We had some mic trouble. And... We could probably cut this part out. Definitely cut this part. Don, what's the best position for scary stuff? Uh, missionary. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, close. On the ground, sitting on a pillow. You or her? <laughs> <laughs> that, that one's for you guys. This episode's gonna go in a top ten or something. <laughs> Okay. Best or worst, you decide. I'm Robbie. going. I'm going first. Yeah, you're the head of the class, my man. I know. I'm gonna get another sip of this tea. Thanks, guys. Why'd you do that right in the mic? I 
I wanted to. Okay. This podcast is going off the rails, baby. Cool. I'll, just have, I'll just do some editing. Okay, so I think my, I believe my assignment was, uh, you better not edit that out. My, I believe my assignment was to do the history of zombies and uh, in life and in pop culture. Yes. Right? Combo it. doggy. They, was, ble- I, they have to bleed into one another. That was about the whole thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so... I like how we tune each other up on the homework nowadays. <laughs> like, uh, what do you want me to do again? <laughs> the fucking, yeah, that was like your assignment? Like, there's any time to adjust. <laughs> okay, let's get into it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, zombies didn't pop up too long ago. And a lot of the information you guys are going to be hearing off the top of my head, but pulled it from um, a podcast I listened to from the University of Alabama about a professor who teaches old class about zombies and the history of them in pop culture. Uh, podcast, uh, the, the Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson, they did a zombie episode. I listened oh. to that. Uh, slash some various sources just pulled off the internet. But, like, did you not open the Bible once? No, I've I've read the Bible eighty times. Yeah, There's plenty um, of zombies in it. Yes, it's a whole New Testament a zombie story. Yes. <laughs> okay, so biting humor over here. This one is funny, guys. So the word zombie, uh, it, it can it they believe it came from from West Africa, um, and it kind of just meant like uh, like a reanimated corpse. So. There's no one can really trace where like our idea of zombies came from. the The best they can go is is West Africa or in um, Haiti, where voodoo was very popular. That was that was one of the big uh, first like turning points in in uh, zombie culture. The idea of reanimating a corpse using voodoo for like your own use. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's kind of where it first popped up and came about. But in those times, in like the Haiti, Haitian um, voodoo culture, it wasn't so much like a reanimated corpse. It was more of a ghostly figure that was brought back to life and used for whatever you needed it to be used for. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that. What would they use it for, you think? Playing some pranks? Yeah, playing pranks and... um, Take your trash out. I can only imagine, you know, naughty stuff. What kind of naughty stuff were you imagining? You know, kissing. (laughs) (laughs) And brought you back to life so we kiss. I just want to kiss you one more time, girl. Okay, now back to my homework. Sorry, man. Trying to spice it up. So, (laughs) (laughs) this is a fun one. Uh,. Shoot, man, you keep making me lose my train thought. Yeah, man, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, it, they kind of stem from a lot of different um, other like histo- historical monsters. Uh, Frankenstein is a, 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 a thing brought back to life. He's a monster mm-hmm. who's a reanimated corpse, but he's kind of pieced back together from other things, from yeah. a bunch of other people. Uh Vampires suck blood and eat people. Same with werewolves. You got mummies, which are living dead, sort of. But zombies kind of popped up out of their own thing. And a lot of people tie the the use of zombies into things like uh, touching on consumerism in America. Yeah. Um, a lot of things, dealing with a lot of race issues in America and stuff like that. 
And that ties into more of the pop culture side. Mm. So the first kind of big zombie movie, you got George Romero. Uh, King of them. King of them. I, I want to get all my facts right on this guy. This is where I'll pull up my quick little notes. Uh, 1968 made Night of the Living Dead. Um, considered to be the, one of the most influential horror movies of all time and probably the most influential zombie movie of all yeah, time. Yeah, I think it has to be. Sparked uh, all of the spinoff, the, the big movies that you've seen today, such as 28 Days Later, that popular spinoff 28 Weeks Later. <laughs> I'm just waiting uh, for months. Shaun of the Dead, uh, Land of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all the stuff. Walking Dead, everything you got, everything we got now. Anything dead. Anything dead kind of popped up with old Romeris. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, he touched, he, 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 I think, inadvertently addressed a lot of issues in that because he, I believe, in, in, in his first film, he had. An African American lead actor, yeah, which was unheard of in 1968, and it yeah. was just for like no reason other than he was like, "Oh, I like who like I'm making this movie. Who, which of our friends is the best actor?" And they were like, "This guy," and he was like, "Put him in a movie." Yeah, and then he yeah. like is one of the main survivors at the end. Yeah, and, so and it, and and it was it was great because it's how movies most movies should be written like fictional movies and stuff but it wasn't written for a character of any race so it was mm-hmm. never addressed. Oh, so that's kind of more backloaded than- yeah it was never addressed <laughs> in the film at all like the, no one was saying any like racial slurs to him which is a pretty big thing in movies back in those days um, whenever there were altercations and stuff like that so it was literally just written for any man yeah and the guy killed it. i don't remember his name hmm. i gotta look that up didn't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> so then we move into more of the modern day stuff we got going on. And there's a lot of different types of zombies and zombie movies we have in pop culture now. So you have like the typical, uh, what most people would know of is like Walking Dead style zombies right now, which are really slow and decaying and kind of decay like normal human beings. And then you have the more virus-infected human being-type zombies that you get in World War Z and I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people call them zombies because they're they're very fast. Oh, I like yeah. that. You guys never heard of it. Yeah, uh, those are the two the two big ends, and I guess you have like some other like monster style. I mean, like twenty at least twenty eight days later, they're kind of just like monsters, man. Yeah, well, they're like rage-infected yeah. people. Um. So there's a lot of different types of zombies you got going on today. I think the most accurate one from uh, they they went into like the actual um, physiology of a zombie and like how it could work in the Star Talk episode. The most realistic one is the the decaying zombie. Okay. But the the idea that they would be able to just take over the world is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Because we have so many like security measures in place for stuff, and those type of zombies kind of hinge on having to eat uh, humans a lot, or else their body just decays. Um, so they would have to be if, once there were so many zombies, they would have to be eating all the time, but there wouldn't be enough people left, so they would start just like withering away and just dying on their own. It really becomes about outlasting them. 
Yeah, it would have. There would have to be. Well, that's like kind of what Walking Dead does, where like death management is a big deal. Yeah, where they're like can, melting into the yeah the pavement and stuff. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and then it's also just been a huge. All of zombie culture and lore has affected a lot of just regular organizations. Um, like in 2009, the CDC released the Zombie Emergency Plan. Mm. Um, like an actual thing and the good thing about it was it was like a joke but it brought attention to uh these things that you do for actual um not like massive di- yeah massive disasters like like, and viruses and yeah, stuff like that like a pandemic yeah 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 so it actually taught people what to do in that scenario and they just did it in a fun way that was relevant at that time ah oh, the beauty of marketing there's so many um colleges and professors who teach classes on zombies and the, their culture and guys why do you think we're making this podcast yeah, we're out here to teach y'all we're trying baby. to get the the word out um so yeah i think that's really most of what i got there's not there's really not a ton it did not start too long ago mm-hmm. um most of the other zombie stuff is just like kind of more related to other monsters yeah um like the way older stuff but other than that like these movies just started coming out, what, like 50 years ago? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when they started. Yeah, it's hard to... I mean, I guess we can look back at 50 years, but it's kind of hard to like really contextualize the whole scope of all of it and what it really means. Yeah. You probably hit the nail on the head. I think the most uh, common like thing of it, it's like we just we walk through our lives like zombies, man. Yeah, like the yeah. The virus is laziness and this, commercials. Uh, this Alabama University of Alabama series like tied it into a bunch of different things, and that was one of the big ones was consumerism, um, and it is a real. It's real. I mean, we we do walk like pretty soon. We're just gonna be fucking put a contact in your eye where you can see it. Any, anybody you want to at any time. You just walking around. I feel like a little zombie half the time. I am a zombie man. Like sometimes I am looking at my phone while I got my laptop on my lap while a TV show's on TV. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh. They based iZombie off me. That's true. Yeah. Well, that was mainly the flesh eating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a cannibal. Yeah. It stinks up the apartment, but it's good for your skin? It damn sure tastes good. <laughs> I got the shakes, baby, because I'm a cannibal. Oh, Jesus. Fuck Eli. This is a scary, scary episode. <laughs> um, got anything else on them zombies? Not a ton. There wasn't a lot. Like, I listened to a lot of podcasts about zombies, and they all said the same exact things. They all said a, a little bit longer version of what I just told you. Oh, so I guess we could point people to this chunk of the podcast yeah. if you uh, if they want it. Uh, wait, that's some good stuff. Yeah, go zombies. There you go. Uh, decent history. Thank you. Uh, what's your, what's your history with zombies? What's my history with zombies? Yeah. Uh, Ever have a zombie phase? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still in my zombie phase, man. I fucking, I love zombie movies. Yeah. I really loved 28 Days Later when it came out. Um, I definitely have always been pretty fine with horror movies. I think they're pretty fun. And uh, I didn't su- I didn't get really into zombie stuff until Walking Dead stuff, and I bought into it hard for yeah, like the first Dead. five seasons and then bailed on it. But... Um, but yeah, man, I like I, I love chatting about zombie stuff. You want to talk about surviving a zombie apocalypse? You uh, you come talk to your boy. I'll talk all day. Well, I mean, 
I'm glad you brought that up, Dalton, <laughs> because that is the best segue I think we've ever had. Right. To my homework, which you dutifully assigned last well, week. What was your homework? Well, Dalton, my homework. If I'm reading this back right, <laughs> <laughs> which I did go back and listen, I've actually made a habit of starting to do that, um, which came in handy. Uh, well, initially, so my main homework is to come up with my zombie survival guide. Yeah. But as we all know and we all love, there is a dunce bonus, dunce, dunce punishment. Yeah, I was wondering for you're... this one. So, uh, Don, you might want to get your uh, your camera ready. Get my get my camera ready. Yeah, All right. I'll be right back. Uh, entertain the folks while I'm, uh, you know, suiting up. So, let's talk about stuff, guys. You're not talking. I don't want to talk to him. Yeah. All right, Logan's ready. I don't have my camera ready, but you ready? Yeah. I'm the walking dead. Who are you? I'm the white-haired lady. Carol? Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who didn't know, my dunce punishment was to dress up like my uh, my favorite character from The Walking Dead. And so I'm a little winded right now. Hopefully. Yeah, you got yourself out of breath. Well, I was trying to be fast for the fans. The, who are you? So there's the it's the What's her name? She has very short hair, doesn't she? Yeah, but I'm not going to cut up my... Okay, so... <laughs> you got a ponytail. It's an audio podcast, so I am in a... Kind of like a brown jacket. Yeah. Got a fake gun. Got a real knife. Got boots on. Yeah. Some khakis. Ripped pocket in the back, because I'm, uh, I'm going through some stuff. Uh, the piece de resistance is I have a white wig on, because she has white hair. Yeah. And it, but it's like more of like a salt and pepper on her. Yeah, but it's all I had. Hey man, it's good. So uh, you I, did it. I did it. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, you can follow us at Lake Street Studios, at Instagram dot com, at Homework Pod at Twitter, uh, Homework Friends at Gmail. If you want to see these great, I'm this interested great in this wig. Why is half of it braided and half of it not? It's not braided. That one side looks braided. I just put it in a ponytail. No, like the style, uh, whatever, man. Oh, it's not a good wig. How about that zombie survival guy? All right, clean edit point. So, I did the dunce punishment. You did it. Bang, bang. Okay, so, check out our Insta if you want to see it. Or our Finsta. Yeah, oh yeah, you can check out, we have a really thoughty Finsta out there. Yeah. I just post pictures of my wee-wee. Dog? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, I was thinking about my zombie survival guide, and to be honest, uh, I've seen a lot of the stuff. I've seen a lot of the yeah. media on okay. it. I've seen Zombieland. Uh, I was afraid, going into it, that I was just going to get influenced by whatever I saw. Yeah. You know? Obviously. But you know what? I did find uh, online this great old tape from the 90s Okay. that... Uh, kind of walked me through how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Who made it? You? I, um, no, I, fa- I found it. Okay. Found this cassette tape online. Was it made by you? It was made by me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for blowing the illusion, Dalton. Everybody was really immersed in it. I've so. come to ex- we've come to expect these videos, Logan. Yeah, so it's not a video as much as it is a cassette tape. All it's right. all audio. Let's hear it, baby. 
Oh, hello there. And thank you for purchasing the Zombie Survival Guide cassette tape series. If you've bought this tape, then it's most likely the zombie apocalypse. And I'm sorry to hear that. The world was going so well before the zombie apocalypse of late 2018. Well, here we are, and here you are, trying to save yourself from the impending threat of flesh-eating undead. In this tape series, we'll teach you the five key important steps to surviving your zombie apocalypse. When you hear this sound, that means stop. When you hear this sound, that means you're ready for the next step. When you hear this sound, that means the zombies are near and you should put the tape down and please refer to as far as you had gotten in the tape. Alright, now that that business is out of the way, time for step one. Step one, general assessment. What you'll want to do now that the zombie apocalypse has begun is to take a look around. Take in the little things. What could be a weapon? Do you see a guitar or a bludgeoning device? If you thought bludgeoning device, then you thought correct. So what you'll need to do now is do a quick ocular pat-down of your surroundings and think, what could be a weapon? What are my ways out? Is this place fortified? That's the first step. You can stop now and take a look at your surroundings. So I thought that was a pretty good introduction. How did they know in the 90s that the zombie apocalypse was happening in the late 2018? Hey man, only 90s kids will remember. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, so obviously, I guess I can expand on the tape's points here and there. But yeah, first step. If you hear the outbreak, you see the news report. <laughs> if you hear the outbreak. Yeah, you hear it on the news. It's coming. Oh, boy. The Here it comes. Like, All right. We'll count to ten. <laughs> so if you if you get the news, um, just take a quick second. Take a deep breath. Um, assess what you got. Uh, if you need to get out of there, that could lead to a lot of things. That could lead to, oh, we might be kind of set up. Yeah. We're in a high rise. It'd be tough for them to get us. We might need to figure something out. Maybe, but let's yeah. just, step one's assessment. Um, take a look around. What you got? I got this knife right here. Yeah, that might. I mean, it might be a good close range. Maybe for maybe this one's for humans. Who knows? So, uh, just take a look around and take a deep breath because that I think is the first step to what you mentioned before of us just not freaking the f out when the zombies come because we're better than them. Stay calm. Stay calm. I mentioned this. Well, you mentioned how. It would be like, even if zombies were real, it would be like almost impossible yeah. for them to get one over on us. That's what I mean. Freaking out is that what I think gets people. Mm-hmm. So take a quick assessment. Bam. So we're going to go ahead and move on to step two. Step two. Establish communication. Whether alone or with a small party of people, you'll want to find out how to best communicate with others. Tensions will be high due to the zombie apocalypse, but what you'll need to do is keep your temper calm and make sure to think about your fellow humans as an additional resource, not something to blindly murder. Save that for the zombies. Most likely cellular towers are down, but there are some radio frequencies you should still be able to pick up. Make yourself well acquainted with ham radio systems or any other types of communication. Verbal, nonverbal, code words, things you can... 
Establish on the fly with your team will be of the utmost importance when trying to communicate within the zombie apocalypse. Remember, the undead are out to kill you, but the living are there to help you. But once again, be cautious, because some people have gone fucking crazy. Oh, you got a no verbal and nonverbal yeah. <laughs> Obviously, man. If you're saying some loud stuff around them zombies and they're the ones that can pick up on the noises, you better know how to do a few signs. Yeah, I guess. So, we're talking communication now. Talking cops. Because, uh, guess what? Like the, the genius in the tape said, don't view other people as enemies. I hate that in these movies when they get all mad at each other. You hate it? Yeah, it's like, why are we just going to kill you? We're going to kill each other now? Because the zombies are going to kill us? Counterintuitive. Yeah. So, learn how to communicate. Learn how to uh, to be with your fellow person a little bit better. And that comes down to a lot of things. It's, it's I think it's damn near essential in a zombie apocalypse. Humanity's weird, man. Yeah, humanity is strange. And like, you know, the tape said, people have gone crazy. So, maybe don't communicate with everyone. Just talk to the cool guys. Yeah, look, yeah actually, that is step two, is talk to the cool guys. So, uh, let's just move on to three, then. Step three. Physical training and practice. It may be your initial instinct to let yourself go during a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Hey, it's the end of the world and I just raided a convenience store. I can eat whatever I want. Wrong. Ration your food wisely, but also make sure you're getting yourself the great nutrients that are going to help you with the stamina you need to outlive the undead. Make sure to come up with a workout regimen. It can involve push-ups or strong core workouts. (laughs) Avoid running outside, as that might involve the attraction of zombies. One thing that could be great is sparring with a partner. That builds both the full body muscles, and also keeps you strong for hand-to-hand combat. Once again, always remember to work out in groups. By yourself, too gassed, you might leave yourself almost too weak to fight a zombie. And always remember to stretch. Gotta keep the body strong. So, so far we have assessment, talking, and workout. Yeah. <laughs> what? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what you, what you think this list is going to be like, get to the XYZ building and build an arsenal and... No. This is practical. I guess. This is just, this is for Joe Schmo. Just for any guy. This ain't for no. This is every man's zombie guide. Don't teach him how to work. Don't teach him how to find food, but just teach him how to work out. Oh, we, we go to the jewel if you want food. <laughs> <laughs> this is like more of a motivational like assess your life, work on your communication with others. Maybe to, get to the gym every once in a while. Starting to see the layers here. <laughs> Step four. Mental readiness. As mentioned in previous steps, it's easy for people's tensions to get the best of them during a zombie invasion and forget that they are just stupid, dumb zombies. Not every single zombie is going to be the rage zombies from 28 days later. In fact, popular culture tells us most of them will be slow and lumbering and truly only dangerous when they get in large groups and surround you. So, how to avoid this? Stay on the move, but also... Keep your mind on the move. Don't descend into the wildness and crazed behavior that feral animals do when released into the wild. You're still a human. 
act as one. Have conversations with others about their fears and anxieties. Be there for one another. Establish a community much like the one you had prior, and maybe this time even more functional. Yes, we might have a stronger world out there after all, but only if you stay mentally tough. And remember, once again, you're smarter than a fucking zombie. Look at that. This was made by somebody who wants everybody else to die. It's made for the general public, okay? The GP? Look, if I'm assuming we got some better powers that be out there. Yeah? We remember what Toxic Wiz Man guy said, Guy Man said. He said he's probably going to be like an admin person. He's a role player. You know what I mean? So yeah. you'll, you'll tune somebody up if he needs to, but th- this is more for the, the troops. This for the troops. I mean, this is for the public. <laughs> this is for civilians. Hey, let's just get the, let's get the other ones out of it. <laughs> Well, we're on to the last step now. Okay, let's hear it. I mean, you want to recap? Yeah, guess. Assess your situation. Establish uh-huh. communication. Physical training. <laughs> uh, mindfulness and mental preparedness. Yeah. And then, finally. Step five. Get creative. As mentioned in the previous step, zombies are stupid and can be easily tricked as they have no brains for they feast on your brains. But that doesn't make them any smarter. You're smarter than a zombie and thus more creative. Zombies will expect you to all hoard together. Be fighting. Be at your wit's end. But, once again, if you mind all your other four steps, keep your cool, stay physically trained, mentally stable when you've assessed your situation, you should be able to use that final step of creativity to get the edge on the zombies. Now, what does creativity look like? Who knows? It is a mysterious beast, but just know there's not just one way to do things. You can improvise with everything around you to create a better future for yourself. Oh no! You know what that sound means. Well, seems like you need to get on the run, and as do I. Thank you for investing in this tape. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's step five. Get creative. Uh, <laughs> I cannot be the only one who's disappointed. What did you expect? An actual survival guide. From the... Like, oh, you should get to a water source. You should... I'm the logster, man. <laughs> you gotta expect this content from me at this point. Normally the content's still good. I think the content was great. No, I, I should say, normally the homework is still good. The content was funny. Sure. Homework, okay, look. Rough. You went into this wanting to tear me apart. I didn't have a way to win. So I decided I'm not gonna try. No, but play. I was excited to hear what you had to say. That is what I would say. That's it? Well, okay. I wasn't going to get down to, like, picking berries in the forest and shit like that. That's the survival guide. So you might sit up. <laughs> that's the survival guide. <laughs> um, that's boring. That's anyone's survival guide. Yours is a gym class video. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> about anything. Yeah, it's about zombies, mainly. Maybe. But you know what? It's kind of better that it's about anything, right? I guess so. I'm telling you, man. 
I know you're going to grade me too hard. I don't even know what to give you. You don't want to even grade me. I don't. I'm looking at, I put some work into this homework. <laughs> I think it was very funny. And you're going to dunce me up. I think it was very funny. Ladies like and gentlemen, recording. I'm a dunce looking at myself in the mirror thing. I'm not changing <laughs> for next week because this man's prejudice. So, oh man. Hashtag save Logan. Hashtag Logan disappointed. <laughs> If you wanted a real, if you wanted a real zombie survival guide, let uh, us know on the Twitter. All right, you just got <laughs> new rule. We can never assign me homework you would rather do. I. It's not even that I would rather do it. <laughs> I was ge- I was genuinely excited to hear like your all out plan. Like this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to... This is what I... Yeah, this is what you would do if, like, it happened right now. See, but you didn't give me those guidelines. You knew. No, I didn't. I legitimately thought it was going to be, like, a step-by-step guide. Eh. Hence why I made a step-by-step guide. Well, this is where we're at, guys. <laughs> we're going to have to hashtag defend ourselves on this one. Yeah, this is one. This one's a battle. This is, this is going to end the podcast. Okay. You know what, guys? Usually we say the next thing is grades. And that is... And we always say it's gonna come right up in one microsecond yeah but uh here's what i'm saying we're gonna need to pause on this one no i'm ready with grades right now all right ready with grades and yeah guys i don't know how to say it with no discussion at all yeah uh, and no downtime and we also haven't even announced it to each other yet so i don't know what am am i talking about we've looked at each other in the eyes and something has happened we know that uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Something bad's happened. Um, we know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> we got a homework with friends first. Here, wait, what is it? Well, I mean, I guess I should give you what I did because I, my man, you got a zero. You, uh, you give you giving me a zero? I'm giving you a zero. Uh, that's funny because. I gave you a zero. What? <laughs> How did this happen? What? Undiscussed. Undiscussed? Zeros? It's as if we're really trying to shake up semester three. Semester three is getting crazy. With our first ever homework with friends draw. Wait, say that again. Homework with friends draw. draw. Ooh, that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one of the hyenas in Lion King. I'm Ooh, a hyena. Say it again. Um... Guys, we couldn't come to a consensus. We so when we pause and grade, typically we grade on our own. Yes. You you heard you heard what was going on before we got to the grades, and me and Dalton looked at each other and we said, "There's no way we can be fair this week." No way we can be fair this week. And I clearly didn't do the assignment Dalton wanted me to do. Didn't do it. Dalton did his assignment, but to be honest, it just wasn't. And I think it might just be the assignment itself wasn't super beefy. Didn't have a whole lot. And we said, let's just settle this the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way like two gentlemen do. With a duel. With a duel in the streets of Chicago. Well, wait. (laughs) Don't don't say that. (laughs) So we are going to do a double or nothing episode next week. Double or nothing. That means whoever gets the dunce next week gets double dunced. Double dunced and double punced. It counts as a loss for both weeks. For those who are keeping track of who's winning and losing. 
tally it up and let us know. Yeah, this hype man thing is staying strong. <laughs> so I guess Don, with this first ever historic draw, this leads us to next week's make or break homework. Let's do it. I'm gonna Tonsi, you're the reigning head of the class, so You wanna know your homework for next week? I wanna know my homework. I would like you, Logan. As me. Uh one of my favorite things as a kid was uh choose choose your own fate novels. Okay. So I would like you to write me up a scary choose your own fate story. Um, you know, you know how much time you have. I'm not going to give you a specific yeah, page number. Yeah, I know how to like fill that. the twenty. Yeah. But you, you know, you got twenty minutes. I, I, I'm ready to play this game, baby. Okay, a spooky choose your own event. Do you want to be the hero? Well, yeah, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on it, and it'll be available for uh, purchase on Amazon day of. Day of. I got homework for you. Let's hear it. The other day we were talking about Ouija boards off mic. Oh, no. This and is going to be Letting me to think, you know. I'm nervous already. We're, uh, we're trying to conjure up spirits with these Ouija boards, right? Yeah. And it let me think, I don't know much about seances. Oh. Here's what I want you to do, Dalton. Do I have to go to a seance? I want you to lead a seance. <laughs> This is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it. You can invite people over for the seance. You can do it by yourself. If you do it by yourself, I just ask that you record it. Uh, I think we should just record it anyway. I'm spooked. But, uh, yeah. I'm nervous for this already. I don't even really believe in ghosts, and I'm scared. <laughs> I know. We got a scary apartment for it. So <laughs> we're going to have a seance with friends next week, baby. <laughs> this week on Seance with Friends. And uh, that's it. All right. That's the week. Hey, you know what? It's a fun week. Fun week. Thank you to uh, Toxic Whiz Man Guy. Thank guy you, to man. Toxic Whiz Man Guy. Uh, thanks guy for coming man. out on the pod. Like we said before, you can get a Toxic Whiz Guy Man t-shirt uh, in the bio. Or uh, if you, you know, we encourage you to think of others and donate this week if you can um, to your preferred charity. Other than that, you can connect with us at homeworkfriends at gmail.com, Twitter uh, at homeworkpod. Uh, what's the other one? Lake Street Studios Instagram. Lake Street Studio. Uh, and as always. As always. Dalton, sing us out. Do your homework, little bitches. <laughs> <laughs>